Welcome to Conversations with Kreitz podcast. I'm Sharon Kreitz, and I believe that through authentic conversations on wearing faith and the power of community, we can uncover our true potential and embrace a life filled with purpose, joy, and fulfillment. In this podcast, we highlight the pulse of faith. In this episode, I want to share with you five things that you should not use, own, or do as children of God. And listen very carefully because I'm pretty sure that at some point you have owned, used, carried, or done one of this. And again, as children of God, we must be careful. The enemy loves working his way through to make bad things look good to keep you away from God. That is his job. Jesus said in John 10, 10, that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And he has come so that we may have life and have it to the full. The first thing we'll talk about today is a Turkish eye. And it's a symbol recognized around the world and has become an important part of the Turkish culture. It is very popular, like I said, and people wear this on a necklace, a keychain. They have it in their cars or maybe by the entry door of their apartments and houses because they believe that this will protect them from evil, from envy, from uh, bad luck. Some people just think that it's cute. The second thing I want to talk about is the dream catchers. And this is a very interesting one. The dream catchers, it's a handmade willow hoop on which is woven a net or web. And it may also be decorated with certain feathers or beads. That the Ojibwe tribe, I think that's how you pronounce it, <laughs> the Native Americans believe are sacred. So according to their legend, the spider webs have protective charms that originated with Spider Woman. That was just a spirit known as Asibikashi. I think that's how you pronounce it too. So this spirit takes care of the children and the people of the land. And as the nation, their nation spread across uh, North America, they thought that it was going to be difficult for this spirit to reach all people and their children. So the mothers and the grandmothers started creating this for them and have it in their tent for protection. Now, the third thing is crystals or quartz. And with the new age, people believe that when it comes to wealth, luck, or relationships, having this will provide the biggest benefit, which is the great energy amplification and life abundance. Dear listeners and viewers, now that I have named these first three ones, I want you to know that God has given us a full armor, the armor of God. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 says, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. The armor of God is formed by the belt of the truth, the breastplates of righteousness, the shoes of the gospel of peace, the shield of the faith and the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit. And I know this is a lot to take in, but if you would like me to dive deep into the armor of God in another episode, just leave the word armor in the comment section, and I would love to do that. In the meantime, you can read your Bible. Read about it in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 14 through 17. With that being said, God is the only one who can protect us. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and overcome all the power of the enemy. 
nothing will harm you. That's in Luke chapter 10, verse 18 and 19. So when you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you have a relationship with him and live life according to his will and commandments, put their armor on. Evil has no power over you. It's right there. Now, the next one is reading and believing in the horoscope. How many of you guys have done this? Mm -hmm. Reading poems, visiting psychics, or maybe other similar uh, practices that focus on predicting the future. Only God knows the past, the present, and the future. And he even knows our needs before we do. So any attempt that we make to predict the future will be fruitless. It is only for him to know this. In Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10 and 11, it says, or God says, let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son and daughters in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritist, or who consults the dead. We can forget that we live in a world where the enemy has control over, unfortunately. And the enemy is really good, again, at sneaking into our thoughts in ways that just sound so close to the truth to us. There is no such thing as good spirits or white magic. That's a lie that we tell ourselves. God's love for us. It's unconditional. We, when we anchor our identity in Christ, we embrace our true selves, beloved children of God. So we must trust in God's plan for our lives. Commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. That's in Proverbs 16, 3. It is so easy, you guys. Now, finally, I will talk about images of saints in any shape or form. When we wear a medallion with their image or have their image on display, that just shows that you believe they have some influence in your relationship with God. You may go as far as to pray to them in a time of need, and you believe that your prayers will be answered. And I'm talking about St. Mary the Virgin, St. Joseph, St. Jude, St. Peter, among others. We cannot deny the work that they did while they were here in this world, but they were good, godly people who served and worship our God. It's the same God. So God is very straightforward. In Exodus 30, chapter 34, verse 14, it says, Do not worship any other God, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. Do you remember what happened to the people of God when they created the Lamb of Gold? Yes. So guys, Mary was the first Christian. She was favor among women. That's in Luke chapter 1 verse 28. She was called to fulfill God's promise to his people. And she knew that Jesus was coming to reign and that through him, the world will be saved. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus said that, and you can find it in John chapter 14 verse 6. So no one has any authority but Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to bring us closer to the Father. And even the apostles knew this. In the book of Acts, if you, if you read the chapter 10, it talks about an encounter that Cornelius, do you remember? The centurion? 
he had an encounter with an angel sent from God. And the angel asked the centurion to send men to bring Peter to his house. And in the verse 25 and 26, it says that Peter entered the house and Cornelius, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. Cornelius was shocked, I guess, and he was just like amazed. So he bowed and Peter made him get up. He said, stand up. I'm only a man myself, meaning that no one but God is worthy of worship. So the answer is always the same and will always be the same. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. That's what Jesus said. So today, I want to invite you to reflect on these things and do your research. Read your Bible. If you don't have one, the Bible app is free, you guys. There's no excuse. You can download it on your phone or you can use, it, use the website. And the truth is right there. If you have owned or done any of the things that we talk about today, please bring it to God. Have a conversation with him. Ask for forgiveness. Believe that there's only one true God. He sent his son to die for us on the cross. And because of this true act of love, he has washed us white. You can't forget that. I had such a great time during this episode today, and I hope that you have too. I encourage you to rate this episode, to subscribe, and to follow. And now on the description box, you can find a link tree where you can see all of our different social media accounts. There's also a link to a prior request. If you do need one, I encourage you to go and fill that form. Remember that in the Bible, God encourages us to take care of our brothers and sisters. So I would love to pray for you. You're not alone. All right, that's it for today. I look forward to having another conversation with you next week.